Welcome to the Frisco Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Ellis, filling in for Nicole Barron, who's out on vacation right now, but it's good to be back. And I'm here today with Donnie Churchman and Yvonne Brown. We're going to talk all about the rail district and new stuff and updates and all that good stuff. Donnie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Glad to be here. It's good to have you. And uh, Yvonne, thank you for joining us as well. You're keeping up with all the stuff that Donnie's working on. So Yeah, it's good to be back. Think um, you're going to have some good insights for us. Yes. Yeah. Delighted to have NAC development in the chair. Absolutely. So first things first, let's kick it off with a little bit of your background and how you even came to be working on and doing so much development in the rail district. Um, back, yeah, background for me, uh, I jumped into the industry about 20 years ago as a lobbyist in California for the Building Industry Association. Uh, so I really got to learn the ins and outs from uh, builders, developers, et cetera, on what's important to them, what matters to them, but then also working on the, on the municipality side and having to negotiate uh, with them on different ordinances and fees and things like that. You know, it's a whole different animal in California. Uh, and loved the industry and just really catapulted from there. Uh, but it was really fed to me from my family, my family experience. A lot of folks have heard uh, where my grandparents were very uh, integral in the in the growth of the city of Pasadena, California, from planning commission to city council to my grandmother being mayor in 1994 uh, of Pasadena. And then my mom was an economic developer in, in Northern California for two different counties. And, you know, it's just really that servant attitude that uh, is, is in my blood, is the way I was raised on how to uh, do things the right way, but you're doing things uh, to serve your community. And I think that's oftentimes what's missed when they hear NAC development or um, what I'm doing downtown, they just think developer. Uh, and a lot of folks, you, you hear it all the time, uh, that developers are ju just greedy developers, uh, where I want to develop in, in the sense that uh, I'm serving my community. I, I'm making the community I live in better. Um, and I'm a Frisco resident. And for me to see, when I moved here almost eight years ago, downtown Frisco, there was nobody there. Right? Yeah. No, no one was coming to downtown uh, and we still call it the drive-through on Main Street mm -hmm. instead of the drive-two. And you know, to, for Frisco being what it's going to be and what it already is, that, to me that's embarrassing, right? Why is our downtown uh, dilapidated, for lack of a better word, or blighted? Uh, and when the double-dip property and the and the car wash property came up for sale, uh, Matt Calloway approached me, and he had this grandiose idea for that property and what it could be and at first I thought he was crazy right um, that I think a lot of people when they when they talked to Matt they said don't see it uh, but I saw it I saw what he was talking about for that parcel for for that little project at, at Maine and North County at Maine and South County uh, but when we started to look more at the downtown in general from the railroad tracks all the way down to to Meadow uh, and then talking with John Lettler with the city, et cetera, said, okay, I, th I think now is the time to take this ignored part of Frisco for the last 80 years and let's update it. Uh, let's bring it back to being the core of the city, uh, the heartbeat of Frisco, and let's get people that want to come down here and they want to stay down here. 
and you know that that's just kind of the the long short version of how we got to where we're at well and it sounds like such a simple idea and yet you know i can remember conversations um you know very very early on when we were starting lifestyle frisco that we had with people saying they wish there was more happening in downtown. McKinney had this great little downtown they were building, and it was right. very cool. Right. Yeah. And other areas had that. And here we are, Frisco. Everything's exploding, and yet our downtown is just kind of vacant and bare. Um, and and I think the idea is fairly simple, but it really does take somebody with the vision and the resources mm-hmm. to be able to come in and the experience to say, okay, if we want to make downtown Frisco something special, here's here's a vision here's what we can go about and do and and i just don't think anybody else had come along yet that really had that and we're glad to see you taking that on because uh, we totally agree it was it was it's a part of frisco that's been neglected and you know we want to see a lot more happen with that did you feel that when you first discovered the downtown area kind of kind of like what happened to me that you're walking through and you're looking you can see what we would say the wood for the trees you're seeing these beautiful old houses and properties that could be so much more. Was that how it kind of came about the first time? Do you remember the first time you walked through and went, this could be so much better? I you know, the, I remember the first time I was down there and my initial thought was, where is everybody? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Uh, you have this lined main street of historical buildings that have that stood withstood the fire in 1922 and they're still there, but there's no one on the streets. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody's the, driving through, as you said. Yeah. I used to get out of my car and walk, and I would discover small little businesses. And Scott and Wendy, way back in the beginning, five years ago now, used to let me write about some of these little businesses that were hiding. And then people would say, where is that? Where is that? But there was so much more potential for it to be bigger or more concentrated with different types of businesses, right? Yeah, and, and one of the things you hear me talk about in downtowns, because downtowns is, is officially my passion, mm-hmm. right? It's what I love to do. I've had the opportunity to develop, you know, the 100 acres, the 500 acres and things like that. But it seems like everyone wants to do that, mm-hmm. right? I, I want to focus on downtowns. And the the phrase I love to coin and talk about is when you're downtown, for example, we just had the parade. Right. Yeah. It's everybody's neighborhood. Yeah. Right. And that's how I like to think of downtown yeah. is that downtown is everybody's neighborhood. You can spend the whole day there and feel comfortable and feel like you belong there and you can connect with the people there. And I, think, I think the rail district just got its tagline. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, <laughs> I like that yeah. though. It's that, good. That it truly is. When, when you're down there and you're experiencing it, you feel like you're in your own neighborhood. And if you can feel that way, and I can feel that way, and you can feel that way, but we all live in different neighborhoods, but in downtown, we feel like it's our neighborhood. It's everybody's neighborhood. And that's one of the things I've been challenged with is when I started this, I knew I'd take some arrows in the back, right? People are resistant to change. We know that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But some of the comments that I've seen uh, on social media, they didn't get it, right? Why, Why would anyone want to change downtown and then the same person says i haven't shopped or been down there in a Uh year right yeah i'm like that's why we need to do something (laughs) to downtown so these these merchants can make it yeah right we we need them to be able to sustain their business and it's our duty to go go down there and help them right if you want a downtown to stay the way it is you, you know certainly uh, frequent the establishments down there well and i think one of the things that that we've seen you working on that we really love is is character so downtown mm-hmm. has history it has 
character where everything else in Frisco is shiny and new. And we love that. Yeah. But I like the contrast as well, where we've got this historic district, the rail district. Um, and it just has a bit of a different feel inside of Frisco. So let's start there and talk about the the developments that you do have going in Frisco and what are some of the things that are, are coming down the pipe so people have you know know what to look forward to. Yeah, I think uh, what got everyone's attention, attention initially was the patios at the rail. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is over 38,000 square feet uh, of retail, restaurant, and office um, at the corner of North County and Maine where the Double Dip Custard site was. Uh, about three weeks ago or so, we started our demolition. Uh, that was that was exciting to see because to me that was progress in motion, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we were rolling, and roughly two weeks from now we will start uh, our official construction of the site. Okay, uh, exciting. So, yeah, I don't know the exact date that we're on. What is today? But in, in any case, roughly two weeks from now, right around the first week in December, we're going to be rolling uh, on that site. We have amazing tenants that we're talking to right now that. Ever since we started the demolition, we're getting three to four phone calls a day uh, of people that want to come into our site. Right, exciting. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. It's be a what, part of it. Yeah, what, it's almost what we anticipated. We thought we were going to have some initial interest before we start, uh, but once we actually start and people mm-hmm. see that it's actually happening, uh, we're going to get a lot of phone calls. And three to four today now is going to just multiply once they actually see the construction going mm-hmm. uh, so it allows us to um, be picky uh, on who's going to come into that site who fits this rail district theme um, you know the again it's the franchises that we aren't going for um, it's those unique concepts that really make it downtown quaint and That's special right. you're looking for you're, i was going to say you're looking for someone special to fill those places that you have you've already got a couple of people who are going in that we know in frisco talk um, about a couple of those people that yeah, have so chosen to exciting take uh, uh, that some of them and humbling that they said hey we'll jump in with you mm-hmm. uh, before you get started uh one i believe you featured them recently was uh tumbleweed textiles we yeah. love tumbleweed textiles. Uh, we do. those guys are awesome yeah, they made our shirts great story too yeah and you know i believe they just launched their frisco line as well mm-hmm. uh, with they have a, the Frisco shirt, you know, the, where the, I saw one saying Frisco socialite, um, loved that. Um, they have the rail district shirt that, uh, we collaborated with them on and, yeah. um, you know, the, they, those guys are so creative and so good at what they do. So collaboration meant, how about a different color shirt? Because <laughs> <laughs> their design was already fantastic, right? I yeah. mean, what am I going to say? Um, that's, that's not my cup of tea, right? That's not my expertise. And that, yeah, that's exciting to have them. We have uh, uh, Angie and, and Louie from uh, Brisbane, Australia, that have moved here. That's right. Uh, the coffee. Yeah, that they oh, were. Yeah. Tell us more about that. I've heard yeah. about this. I'm really Those, excited. First of all, the that's amazing. Angie and Louie are amazing people. Uh, Frisco's going to love them. Um, they, they don't want to just have one cafe or one restaurant in the city. They're going to have multiple. Uh, and in Brisbane, Australia, actually, Graceville, I believe, um, in Australia, they had Honor Espresso, uh, which is a cafe, coffee, but also get your breakfast, you know, get your avocado toast, but get get their twist on an Eggs Benedict or uh, just a, a unique entree that we don't 
get to see every day here, but when I look at pictures, I salivate, right? It's mm-hmm. one of those where like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Uh, but I think they're changing their name. I want to, I, I believe they're going to be Aussie Grind okay. um, in Frisco. Um, at least one of their locations is. I'm not sure if that's the the title they'll use at the patios. Uh, but they've also, uh, in Australia, they, they're really focused on the bicyclists. Um, that community of bicyclists really right. would come through their cafe. Uh, and I, I believe they're going to be able to do the same thing for, for Frisco as well. And this is when Councilmember uh, Bill Woodard gets excited and saying, well, can we get some bike lanes? <laughs> right. and, red, and I believe it's in, yeah. it's in the master plan, too. They included bike lanes. And I know a couple of the other restaurants down there are including like a bike rack in the front now. That's what they're going to do because they want to encourage people to come in a different mode of transport. Yeah, well, and, and hang out. You, you know, know, I'm actually glad you mentioned that because one of the things we're doing on all of our developments, like I believe in front of the patios, our sidewalks mm-hmm. are 18 feet wide. Wow. Uh, so we're, And we're going to have uh, bike racks there, of course, but unique to the rail district design. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not going to be a bike rack you'll see at a school, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, we'll have a unique design to it um, just to complement the district that we're in. Uh, those are the, the kinds of things that make a neighborhood walkable, yeah. though, like that space, just so people aren't on top of each other all the time. Yeah, it's gonna, it's truly gonna be a place everyone wants to be. Yeah, right, and they just feel safe. Okay, is there anybody else coming to the patios that you want to or can talk about at this point? Yeah, um, Brookie Lynn's bungalow has oh, yes. oh. has a has a spinoff um, that she's bringing to the patios. Okay, um, that that's it's really neat. Uh, what her ideas on what she's going to be doing off of her. Uh, brand um, it's going to be a unique concept that she's going to be able to capitalize on but also uh, it her idea without giving too much away is really going to serve the community it's going to be uh, it's needed and she's going to be able to uh, fill fill a void um, with her idea there okay uh, you also have someone there who is epitomizes the Frisco downtown rail district area. She's somebody who you want to be your neighbor. She's somebody who you want to do business with and is very passionate about life there. So to have her in one of your projects is is only going to add to it immensely. And she's going to draw a wonderful crowd. Yeah. That, and yeah, <laughs> she already has an amazing following. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but just the the Callaways themselves. Uh, yeah, they they epitomize downtown mm-hmm. Frisco, the rail district. I'm glad you connected uh, with him and you had that kind of interaction that was able to explode, really, and yeah, make this you know, just, what it is. Yeah, they're just real, right? Mm-hmm. You can sit down and have a conversation and um, collaborate, which uh, Matt and I have done a ton mm-hmm. of Ideas, ideas, and, ideas. Yeah, and he'll throw something out there and I'll say, that's a good idea, and I'll throw something out there and he'll say, that's a bad idea. And then <laughs> uh, next thing you know, we, we arrive on something and now we run it through another group uh, of folks, almost a focus group, and uh, we've really tried to make it female centric uh, to really get uh, the Frisco moms down there. Mm-hmm. Um, what do they want to see? One of the first things we heard were rooftop patios. Yeah. Right. Second thing we heard was, but if I have a rooftop patio, where can I put my kids? <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's Good question. how yeah. we have a park on top of a parking garage at the patios. Yes. Uh, right off of the rooftop deck. Um, so that it's going to be a, a really neat uh, project. Uh, we have a, a children's a smaller children children's boutique coming in uh, as well to the to the spot um, to to the patios. We have uh, another boutique. I'm not sure if I can mention the name, so I won't. Um, not to get myself in trouble. Um, that's also coming in. 
uh, to the patios as well. So we are almost uh, 100% leased out on our first floor. Uh, We're going to be breaking some news next year. For, for the patios, yeah. I look coming. forward to it. Yeah. This is good news. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. No, it's, uh, everyone's very excited uh, about this location. And then the ones that are coming after larger space for the second floor or third floor, um, very unique users that uh, it's it's so two, 2020 is what it is. When I hear, they wait, they do what? And then when they tell me what they do, I'm like, wow, okay, I didn't know those existed uh but it's you know it's it's 2020 Mm -hmm. right it's it's users like oh really cool that's that's really neat Uh, what about um then moving kind of a block south i guess or to the towers the tower of the rail yeah that's that's, under construction right now too the the tower is yeah the tower site development's already going on that Mm -hmm. deal Uh, small deal eight uh, luxury brownstones that we have for sale I believe we have five left. Uh, brownstones, Scott. Mm-hmm. Brownstones, um, literally. I love that. I love that. I call that. Yes, yeah. li- literally designed out of Virginia, right? So I, I went and uh, toured uh, some cities in, in the D.C. area, uh, where they have some of the best brownstones in America. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chevy Chase, uh, Maryland, had this design that I fell in love with, um, and that's that's what we're starting to design our brownstones after. Uh, and it's crazy, this this exact same brownstone, uh, not exact same because we had to design it ourselves, but a similar look, similar square footage, et cetera, 1.3, 1.4 million there. Wow. Right, that you're getting for under 500,000 here. Yeah. And, and it's it's the same brownstone. Um, what I love about it is we have the rooftop terraces. There's over 500 square feet on top of those brownstones. And each uh, brownstone has its own individual terrace. Yeah, each one oh, that's awesome. overlooks yeah, really an nice. open space to then there's a commercial building, 8,000 square feet that, again, some exciting uh, conversations happening on leasing that out right mm-hmm. now. Um, beautiful view of the iconic uh, Frisco water tower. Um, that, that, that project, because it's so small uh, in, in land mass, is probably my favorite. Really? Uh, just because you, we took less than an acre and recreated it. Mm-hmm. And it it really took a lot of iterations of, of plans and working with the planner, the engineer, the architects, and in some cases uh, fi- financial parties that were interested. Said, well, have you thought about this? And then we do a little little twist on the design, mm-hmm. and, and it's it's turned out to be, for lack of a better term, perfectly rail district. Okay, when is it going to be move in ready? When is that one finishing up? May June. Okay, um, is that for, the first the one homeowners. of the projects that will be? Yeah, that one will be completed first. However, patios is going to be right, right behind, behind it, right on its heels. Yeah. yeah, we we should have that thing constructed, move in ready into summer. Okay. Uh, so that that's really exciting uh, to be a part of that. Okay, very good. So those are the first two, and then I believe the next one is my favorite. Two more or one more project? Two, no, more. two more. Yes. Two so more let's talk about talk the Calaboose. Calaboose. I just oh, love two it. more we can talk about. That was two a good more little, we can talk. I'm not about. letting that slip. I love the, um, the history behind the, this. The Calaboose is fantastic. Yeah. But yeah, tell us a little bit about the project. But first, the name for anybody who hasn't heard it. It's a great story. So this property, when we bought it, was vacant. Uh, but about, I want to say roughly eight years ago, nine years ago, maybe even longer, 
and the last remaining building on there was this little um, clay shack, for lack of a better word, called yeah. the Calaboose. And the Calaboose is where, uh, for many years, the locals, the sheriff or local police officer, whoever it was, would take someone who maybe had um, just acted out the night before for whatever reason <laughs> um, and threw them in the calaboose to cool off for the night. No electricity, no running water, uh, literally dirt on the floor, one, two, three windows, I believe, with bars on them. And they'd wake up the next morning, probably say, where the heck am I? Mm -hmm. And how do I get home? <laughs> right? And it was just a place that um, it, it was used almost as a, a jail cell. Like we would have um, seen this as kids on movies, old Western movies yeah. years ago or whatever. Yeah, you like know, Bonanza or something. Yeah, like thrown in there. <laughs> just, yeah. just go My in there and cool off and, yeah, and then go home later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so that we decided and if you get to see the design if you haven't seen it yet on our townhomes or our brownstones there the on the fourth floor we have a half half room and it is designed to look just like the calaboose oh that's awesome yeah so you have a, a side window on it and then two windows uh, front facing and it truly is designed to look like the calaboose looked um, just again, it's a tip of the cap to to what it once was. And again, it fits in with the whole rail district theme so well. It does. It does. I did have literally just someone last night reach out to me saying, "Are you really going to call this the Calaboose?" They wanted to know if it was a typo because <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of people think it's the Caboose, right? Right, and it's the Calaboose. And you know, to the to that person that did reach out, you have a legitimate question because calaboose means the dungeon <laughs> right? wow that's right so, it's an old spanish right yeah. so i'm not sure we want to market brownstones as the, the dungeon, dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but if we just have the top floor you know paying uh, homage to the dungeon yeah right? send your kids up there right time out yeah good <laughs> idea love no time yes. out. <laughs> uh, so that, that project actually also that so that has 20 brownstones. Okay. Um, and there's as, also some commercial going in. Yes, as well? there's 24,000 square feet of office. Right. Um, on the north side of the property, right up against Main Street, uh, that could be anything from a co-working space to uh, a smaller corporate headquarters. Yeah. Um, it's a ideal location, right? Manny's is right across the street. Again, our sidewalks are going to be expanded. So, you so can yeah, walk where exactly right down is this? Is it on the south side of Maine, next to Manny's yes. on that side? Yeah, okay. so it's on the south side of Maine, Got first it. first and Frisco Square, technically. Yep. Uh, and so Manny's would technically be on 2nd Street. So we're on the west side of 2nd Street from Manny's. Okay, very Quite good. Quite a cool location because in the overall master plan, just on the other side of the tracks is going to be the design district, the proposed design district. So, which will come probably a year or so after your um, development is built. So it would be so cool to kind of live there, or even if you work there, as you say, in the offices and just walk over and hang Tied out. all together. Those very unique kind of shops and stores and everything. So, yeah, yeah it's, it, it's a great location. Yet it's just in off the street and easy accessible. Yeah, it, it comes back to what I said a few minutes ago when I first went down there. What was my initial thought? And it was, where are all the people? Mm -hmm. Well, now we're bringing them. Yeah. Right. With with these brownstones, with the offices, uh, with the retail, and and they all play off one of the one mm -hmm. off of each other. Mm -hmm. um, you know where I think what we've seen a lot of people try and do was, hey, I'm just going to bring a restaurant to the rail district. Yeah. Right. Or I'm going to bring an office to the rail district. Or 
hey, let's build a home or two uh, in downtown and or let, let's open up a store. And what we really needed is we needed all of these different uses to play off of each other. Mm-hmm. And connect. And, yeah. yes. Connectivity is a big thing. And this area, too, will connect eventually down to to Babes and the Heritage Centre, which is already there, that sometimes gets overlooked, um, and into Frisco Square and the library for everybody. It's all going to be walkable. Yeah, and you know the and that kind of leads to what's missing, mm-hmm. right? Well, it's the entertainment, mm-hmm. right? So we're bringing the first piece of entertainment as well right across Main Street from the Calaboose, and that's the Knack Theatre. Uh, and uh, we've had different people say, how do you arrive at Knack Theatre? Uh, I probably should have covered that. My grandparents, that's their last name, is Knack, loved going to the theater. Uh, so, oh, my uh, gosh, makes so much sense. Yeah, yeah. As, a, as a way just to say, you know, thank you for, the, for everything you did for me. Let's uh, allow this to be your legacy, uh, at least a portion of it. So the Knack Theater is, is named after them. Uh, and did you always have an idea in mind somewhere to develop a theater, or did this just kind of make sense? No, uh, I think every downtown that I've fallen in love with has had some type of historical theater or yeah. opera house or something like that. Um, I had had Brad Sharp with the arts uh, approach me about different things in the arts, and he made an introduction uh, for me to to Randy. Uh, I, Randy, I can't pronounce your last name, Archibald? but Archambault, yes, yes, or Archambault, or yeah. uh, Randy A. Uh, and we sat down at Summer Moon, had a cup of coffee, and Randy just shared with me the need that the Frisco Youth Theater had for a home. And while they don't need it every day of the year or every weekend of the year, for that matter, um, they needed a home. And you know, Frisco is. Right, Sports City USA, mm-hmm. and I'm Sports City USA myself. I, I mean, I I live and die sports. You know, I still coach my 14 year old in Huntington select baseball team. Um, I, I love sports, but there's a great deal of kids that are not involved in sports that are involved in the arts. Yep, and they they deserved a home, um, especially these in the Frisco Youth Theater. And I told Randy, I don't know if we can make it work, but I'll certainly try. And I think what snowballed from there was it doesn't have to just be the Frisco Youth Theater. Yeah. Right? Let, let's have comedy night here for, for us. Whoa, excuse me. For us where we can go out. Yeah. Right? Date yep. night um, and yeah, meet and, friends. And yeah. And, it, and what's going to come from that is we can bring in different acts from across the country, right. uh, from all of our different um, relationships. You know, we it seems like everyone knows somebody in entertainment. <laughs> Right, and the next thing you know, it's uh, the Josh Abbott band showing up to play, um, or uh, someone from Saturday Night Live is coming out for a weekend, or something like that. And that's what we hope to bring with this theater, where maybe you start at the rail yard, yeah. go to a show at the theater, uh, end up at the rail yard, or maybe you start at eight eleven, go see a show, end up at the patios. Yep. Uh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, it, it creates a lot of opportunity. A lot of opportunity, a lot of foot traffic, and more reason to come downtown. How uh, how big will the theater be? It's a 200-seat theater. Um, we'll have a, a little bit of um, upstairs seating, uh, but not a, not a lot. Uh, it's about 40, I want to say it's 4,900 square feet. So it, it's truly an old-style theater. 
Uh, and we try to, to, to your point, we try to keep the architecture where it's not shiny and new. Mm-hmm. Um, which isn't easy, right? The materials <laughs> they make today are all yeah. shiny and new. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're going to put some murals on the side of the buildings and, and things like that where it's it feels like it's been there for a long time. What's Fantastic. your timeline, Donnie, on that? It, it'll be completed in 2019. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So they're all going to kind of fall in place one after another. Hopefully. Yeah, all within months of each other. You're going to have a busy year next year. you got yeah. a lot of things uh, coming to fruition. Yeah. Oh, I need to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's going to have to wait for just a little while longer, I think. But yeah, because no. yes. everybody's anticipating That's and right. waiting and looking forward to yeah. it. So, so if, if people want to find out more, keep up with progress, obviously we're going to be covering this. Yvonne is all over it, so you can always go to lifestylefrisco.com and just find Yvonne's articles and you'll find stuff on the rail district. But outside of that, where can they come to find out more about NAC and the things that you guys are working on? So uh, com. And uh, a lot of people think they're hearing knack, and it's actually N as in Nancy, not M as in mouse. Okay. Yeah. So N as in com. Uh, we we try and update that as often as possible with our new projects, et cetera. Um, and then also uh, NAC Development has a Facebook page, and we're soon going to have the patios up and running um, on their website. We have towerattherail.com. Uh, uh, and they also have their own Facebook page as well. Uh, so we try and update everything via social media with our with our website. Uh, tomorrow night, um, not to get too far out over our ski tips, but I'm presenting in another city um, to help them with their downtown. Oh, excellent. Very uh, good. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, A North, not, North Texas city? North, North Texas city. Okay. Uh, but over the, just over the last seven days, because of what we're doing, is so unique and we're so passionate about it. We've been contacted by uh, three cities uh, within Texas and one actually in Delaware um, just mm. just in the last week uh, for what we're doing in Frisco. Wow. Uh, so we have uh, our work cut out for us right? and, and what we want to do and and the, the communities we want to change. And, you know, there's uh, one, one investor I brought on that has – just been an amazing business partner to be is a gentleman named Tory Hunter played uh, 25 years in Major League Baseball uh, for the Twins the Tigers and the Angels and you know when he when he first started talking to me about what I'm doing um, and I shared this uh, recently and someone else I was talking to he said do you understand that uh, you're doing God's work and no one had ever said that to me and I thought what he meant was by being a servant to the community and I said, do you mean because I'm serving the community? He says, well, yeah, but um, you got to read Isaiah 58.12 and Isaiah 61.4. And it talks about uh, we will rebuild communities. Oh, wow. The streets in which we dwell will be rebuilt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, and he says, when you're doing these in these, in these towns, that's exactly what you're doing. Um, which probably is the number one reason he, why he wanted to get involved. That wow. needs to that yeah. needs to be incorporated into a mural on the side of the theater or something. Yes, you know? we just added fifty eight twelve yeah. to our to Sounds our website. Yeah. Uh, Very good. But yeah, it, it to have that pointed out to us on on what we're doing and that mm-hmm. we are um, really reconstructing areas that need it, um, and the and the community is going to. Uh, benefit from that it, it feels good to be a part of that 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sounds so exciting. Well, we are extremely grateful to have you doing that in Frisco. We're excited about all of the things happening in the rail district. Wish you well. And please let us know how we can help spread the word or help in any other way. Well, yeah, you you guys have been amazing. Avon's all over the rail district. I love yeah. it. I, it's it's a passion yeah. of mine down there. And your coverage of, of the rail district has been fantastic. So thank you for that. Yeah, well, it's going to keep sure. going, and we'll amp it up as as things continue to to come online. So, yeah. and I know all of the other merchants are excited about you making space down there, redeveloping space, and it's only going to enhance their situation. So yeah, yeah. it's to build on, not to just build new. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's to help them out. Okay, well, we're going to print off some Get Out of Calaboose free cards uh, for the grand <laughs> yeah. opening to hand out, just in case it. anybody has too much. But no, guys, look forward to that rail district. Um, you know, drive through downtown, stop in, see some of the shops, keep your eyes open because there's a whole lot of good stuff coming on down there. And Donnie, thank you so much for, for driving that and bringing that vision to Frisco. Yeah, I enjoy it. Th- thanks again for having me. You bet. Yeah, and Yvonne, thank thanks for joining us again today. Yes, Good thanks. to have you back on the Great podcast. Time. So glad, glad I could participate with Donnie, and we look forward to it. We'll do some more. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Well, guys, thank you very much, and thank you for tuning into the Frisco podcast. We'll talk to you next time.